Good morning, good evening, good night, wherever you are. This is the Master's Voice with Zetler Clay IV. I'm joined by a special guest, Elder Anthony Meadows of Church of the Master. Um, and we're just wrapping up Father's Day service. Yeah, yeah, we're just wrapping up a Father's Day service yeah, this morning. Yeah, very inspirational message by um, Gerald Parks, in which he talked about every day is Father's Day. Um, Anthony um, knows quite a bit about this. He has three daughters. Um, 18, I'm sorry, 19, 20, and 23, yeah. um, who are, by most people's definition, very successful. And um, so, Anthony, I, I just want to open up. I mean, what does fatherhood mean to you? Um, fatherhood means to me, um, to me it means dependability. You know, being able to, being able to be there, being able to, to um, answer questions, being able to be the, the shoulder to, to um, rely on, to, to be the person to be able to discuss stuff with, but also to, to be to be there in the case of providing direction and, and, and guidance. So that's what fatherhood fatherhood means to me. Um, do you find that to be a challenge to be dependable? Because, you know, we always say, well, it's about it's, being a rock, but... Yeah, how- it, it, it's tough because, you know, today, you, you know, you, you got job and you have all the other things, you know, uh, um, you know, I've, I've been married to, to my wife, Sheila, for 27 years. Shout out. And I also have to pay attention to, to that relationship and a lot of times, particularly with kids, as I think you're probably finding out, yeah, yeah, being able yeah. to pay attention to all those different things is, is difficult when, when you have um, little ones and, and even even as they get older you'll find that um as they're really starting to step into true life on their own and they kind of start to run into those hurdles that i feel like sometimes i have to be there more now than i was before because they're now they're really dealing with real life stuff and real life decisions so right i mean and i guess people some people say you would be less involved as they get older um and, and as a child stretches toward independence um, like your daughters are doing, some would think that that's when the parents back off a little more. But you, I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm backing off because you know they're making their own decisions, but they they run into real world right. things. What's you know, and I don't think I'm the only person that they're relying on to get gotcha. information. But you know, this is happening at the job, or I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think about that? Right, you know, those types of things. So I'm no longer directing. They're making choices and direction. But along with choices and directions, you start to see obstacles or right. valleys or hills and, and those types of things. And, you know, it's, it's real stuff. And particularly, I think, in, in those latter 10, ye- 10 teen years and getting to a place where they're probably a bit more mature in their adulthood, kind of the mid- middle 20s after you've been out of school and had ex- experienced life, um, that probably I think is going to wane a little bit, but right, right now, you know, they're, they're making, they're making big decisions. I always try to remind them that, you know, you're making a decision, you're 20, 21, 23. This decision is not necessarily a lifetime decision. You don't have to ponder right. on it too hard. Right. You want to make the best decision, but you don't want to, this is not going to take you to your 60. Gotcha. It's just, you, you give them perspective more and more as they, you always giving them perspective, but as they get older, it's kind of like a, your relationship kind of evolves into something different, so yeah, to speak. Yeah. Um, first, you were they were completely dependent on you as a parent. I'm father of two children now, very young, who are completely dependent on their parents. But as they get older, they get a little more independence. They still rely on you, but rely on you, but just in different type of yeah, ways. Yeah, in a different type of way. Yeah, I hear that. So, how do you find inspiration 
How do you draw inspiration from God to be the father you want to be? Well, um, in, in drawing inspiration, and, and you kind of alluded to some of the things that we were talking about, I had to kind of think about it a little bit because, you know, more so living from um, day to day, um, some, sometimes some of these things that you do day to day, you don't always think about, you just do. But drawing inspiration from God is really, for, for me, is um, drawing from um, the peace that, that, that God, God offers um, and trying to, to live out that to live out that peace um, is, is, is my, my biggest thing. You know, cut, drama to me is useless. Right. And try and cut through the drama. There is going to be drama, but I was kind of pulling back and trying to rely on that peace of God. And if you live out that peace of God, you can reduce the drama and get rid of the nonsense and get to the real things that need to be done. Right. And so... God's blessed you with three daughters. Yes. Three daughters. I got, I, got, I got homeboys all the time who, you know, we're just now having our first children, and our children are younger. So it's always the question, um, I got a homeboy who has two ch- two children, both of them are girls. And I said, you know, are you done? He said, yeah, I think so, man. I don't know if I can do three girls, right? Like, it's, it's, it's those type of things. But you got three. But so, like, how, how did you, how have you, how has that shaped your life? Um, it. It's given me a different perspective on life. For one, you know, you know, my my life has been full of a lot of things with girls. You know, homecomings and proms and and girls sports and and wanting them to be active uh, in in individual and, and team things. And so it's given me a lot of perspective. And it also has um, put me in relationship with other fathers and and other parents that have daughters. You know, my my girls play basketball and volleyball mm-hmm. and they swam. Mm-hmm. And so in those, I got exposed to, to, um, to other fathers that they have, you know, all girls or have a, a mixture of, of, of kids. And that, that's always been um, a good thing. But that, you know, it, it's different. So what would, you tell, different. what would you tell somebody who is facing the prospect of having three girls or all girls? Like, what would you tell that person about based on what you know? Based on what I know? Well, the, the, ra- the raising of three kids, period. Right, let's just you, start there. You start, you start there because right, at, at that point it becomes, you know, you think of a game situation, it becomes three on one. It was me and yeah, my I wife think, and yeah. the three kids. And so we fall, <laughs> we fall back into zone at that point. No more, no more man to no man. man. No man, no yeah. man. One person with one kid and one person with the other. You kind of, you, you playing zone. Yeah. You're trying to, to look at everything. And so that that was the first thing, um, and, and just having having three kids um, at all is really trying to make sure that you gave them the things that they needed when they when they needed it. Um, and, and raising girls, it's I tried not to to weigh my uh, my raising them too specifically on girls because then I think that kind of would draw me too far too far to one side or, or another gotcha. but raising them um with the knowledge of, of who they are and and, right. and and being being women and being being good women um and in their later years as they started dating and things with with the knowledge of you know guys at this age are immature you guys how are candid are you in those conversations 
Pretty candid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty candid when I, when I dropped my first order off um, at, at school. You know, you have all the goodbyes. Mom's tearing up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I pulled the clothes and I said, these, these dudes right now, they're knuckleheads. Right. So you need to watch out for them and pay, pay attention because they're knuckleheads. They're out for one thing. Right. Right. And uh, you, you need to, to pay attention to that while, as you begin your, your collegiate career. It just being real specific with it. She, she knew exactly what I was talking about. And uh-huh, smiled uh-huh. and understood. But I, I think she really, there's something she listened to. Right. How do you um, develop a relationship with your children in which they not only feel like they have to listen to, but want to listen to you? Do you feel like that's important? That's important. You kind of got to start that when they're young, out, out of the womb. And developing that relationship. So that's, talk, that's talking to your, your kids when they're babies. Having having conversations with them, and you know, you don't have to do the Google Gaga. Have a conversation with your right. kids, and begin to, to do those things and point things out, and have them point things out to you, so that you can begin to relate. And I think it's those um, relationships that, that uh, are important. And in, in our lives, you know, we we brought um, ensured that we had nightly prayers. Um, with the girls um, and so those types of things and, and ensuring that, that there was uh, God in, in the relationship in the house mm-hmm. um, to also help nurture nurture that. What specific passages in the Bible has guided you um, throughout the years? The the ones that, that guide me are, are the ones that are about love and peace. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, and, and, and um, Corinthians, um, the, the, the famous one that, that people always know, and, and of these things remain faith, hope, and love, but love is, is, is the greatest of, of, of those. Um, the other one is, um, you know, John, out of John. It's kind of, you know, God so loved us and he, he thought so much um, about us that, that, that God loves us and that um, we've never seen God, but we love God. Right. The, the, you know, God wants us to love each other too. We're here together, and so it's a lot of the the passages um, about love and peace are the things that, that that relate to me a lot. I want to um, finish up with two questions. <clears throat> Knowing what you know now, what would you tell your fifteen year old self? My my fifteen year old self. I would tell him to save more money than he saves. <laughs> um, you know, I, I do okay, but it, you know, that, that's one of those. Then that's for anybody. You know, save right. more money. I didn't know what money was when I was fifteen or when I got out of college, and you know, I could have saved more to have more for me and my family. Right. Um, I, I, I'm, I do fine, but. It would be much better if right. I was doing a lot more fine. When you're young, you know that that dollar amount doesn't exist like that. Yes, yes, yeah, know? no. I mean, that's just one of the things that I, I've told um, my my oldest daughter as, as she's just started working. It's like when you get that next raise, just put that away. You don't know how to live all that. You right. haven't been living on it. Put that away. Right. You know, you ain't got to spend you, it. You ain't got to spend it. You never had it before. So. And and those types of things, um, but you know that that that's probably one of the biggest ones I tell my fifteen year old self. What would you tell your thirty year old self? My thirty year old self, I would tell to be sure to stay in continual prayer. Mm-hmm. I, I have a good prayer life, but I think that um, my thirty year old self, particularly as you as working and raising kids, is, is to have a continual prayer life, keeping your family in prayer, keeping your relationship um, with, your, with your spouse in prayer, 
um, keeping in prayer with the people around you and, and all your support systems so that those things can grow and, and, and nourish. I know I said two questions, but I, you just made me think of one more question. Um, Father's Day. What does Father's Day mean to you? Is this something that every day is Father's Day to me? I don't think of it. Or is this something that makes you sit back and as you get older and say, you know what, this is this is kind of cool seeing my children. It, 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 well, it is it is kind of cool, particularly seeing seeing my 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 girls and and the decisions they're making and, and things like that. It, it, it's pretty cool to sit back and and um, do that. You know, the the one thing you talked about having three girls. One thing I'm looking forward to is being pampered. Later on in life, hey, that's, the, I, I that's you, the big thing that, that everybody tells me. You got three girls, man. You're gonna, you're gonna have take them. Care of yeah, yeah. Where the, the guys follow off with their wives. That the, your daughter's oh, always right. gonna be there. Well, you know, your, your son, you know, he'll help you move some furniture. Yeah, you, you know, he'll he'll take you to a couple places. But your daughters, you know, they're they're gonna come. They'll cook for you. They're gonna just love on you. It's just different. I'm look, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure they treat you all right right now. Yeah, too. they do. They do. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and me with two young ones, as stated before, um, I look, I look at you, and I look at other people around the church who have raised children to adulthood, and um, I definitely see our inspiration. So, um, yeah, pre- keep keep shining. I, I I appreciate you, and uh, and appreciate that, and and say to you, you're doing a wonderful job with your kids, man. I appreciate that. Um, and certainly keep keep God first. And, and it all will work its way through. Indeed, indeed. So, yeah, we got to get off this exit. It's been a pleasure. This is the Master's Voice, and we'll talk to you soon. God bless.